Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Why Pod, where we highlight everyday Wyoming leaders. Excited to share a conversation with Mike Williams from Jonah Bank of Wyoming. Some of the things you'll get to hear, how he thinks about relationships, and how they've combined with unexpected opportunities to create a pretty remarkable career. How the code of the West plays into everyday decisions, both for Mike and for Jonah Bank. How being involved in the community creates a really positive, virtuous cycle and some really great insight into what it means to build a better Wyoming and how we all might think about that differently. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as Mike and I enjoyed recording it. So let's get right to it. Here's Mike Williams from Jonah Bank. Well, my name is Mike Williams, and uh, I'm vice president here at Jonah Bank. Um, Been at Jonah Bank for about 12 years. Love it here. Absolutely love it here. Uh, my responsibility is really on the commercial lending side, so I um, help manage the commercial loan portfolio in the Cheyenne market, and then I also handle a lot of our oil and gas credits, um, along with a, a counterpart up in Casper. Um, we manage that portfolio. Yeah, that's that's my main focus. Uh, also help manage the branch here on Story, um, working with the other uh, folks on the management team, and and uh, handle some of the inner workings of the branch. You and I were talking a few minutes ago about how you ended up in banking and you said it wasn't your dream from young childhood to go into banking. I, I guess I probably fell into it kind of like like most people, I guess when they end up in a career, somehow they, they ended up falling into it. You know, um, I'm not even sure what I wanted to be when I was growing up, probably like an NFL football player or something. But if you've seen me, since this is a podcast, you probably can't see me, but there was absolutely going to be no chance for for me to be an NFL football player <laughs> but as I was growing up you know just uh, uh, enjoyed the business side of um, of things and observing you know different careers my dad worked for the phone company for 45 years and so it was just interesting you know his experience was working for a big corporate firm and and uh, always had and so I kind of learned and went did accounting classes and stuff in high school and just became interested in business in general. So went to University of Wyoming, started a business degree right off the bat. Uh, learned pretty quickly that accounting was not really my my love. I enjoyed the economics part. Um, and that probably actually does go back to high school because I was involved in FBLA in high school and uh, um, went to nationals in economics and uh, enjoyed that part of it. So it was a kind of a strength of mine. And so I landed in finance because you got to do all the, the finance classes and it was heavy in economics and not as heavy in accounting, but you had both. And so that's how I ended up in finance. Going through the classes, I started to take an interest in banking. Then had a gentleman that was a school teacher in Laramie and he was the chapter advisor for my fraternity, Sigma Chi. And he hired me during the summers, because uh, he was also the executive director of the Laramie Plains Museum. Went to work at the Laramie Plains Museum, and we would do whatever. I mean, we would give tours, we would mow the grass, we would do whatever. So I did that for a summer and lived in Laramie that summer. And so um, that that individual introduced me to the president of the bank of the Bank of Laramie and uh, helped me kind of get get my foot in the door and get a job as a teller. And so my whole senior year of college, I worked for the bank and uh, got to know the cashier of the bank. He was a great guy and taught me a lot. So it was a lot of fun just to kind of get to see how banking works and, and some of that. 
did that my whole senior year. And then when I graduated, the president of the bank said, hey, I know the banking commissioner. You should apply for a banking examiner job over at the Wyoming Division of Banking in Cheyenne. And I was like, well, heck, that sounds awesome. I bet I could learn a lot. I don't mind traveling at that point. You know, it was back in Cheyenne, which was my hometown. So there was a lot of positive things about that. So I dove into that and somehow got the job. And I was a bank examiner for about six years. Really enjoyed that. I got to travel all over the state, see all the different communities, meet all the different bankers around, and frankly saw how to do some things the right way and how to do some things the wrong way. And so I did learn a lot and had a lot of great relationships built during that process. Then I left and went to work for U.S. Bank, actually, as a credit analyst. I wanted to kind of get off the road, quit traveling so much. Had little kids at that point. Went to work for U.S. Bank. Um, Steve Levis over there was the regional president at that time. Still a good friend and a great man. I think he's done a good job in our community here. And that's where I kind of learned a little bit how to get involved in the community. Got involved with the United Way and some other organizations at that point. But I was only there for about 18 months because then the banking commissioner retired and and I had a good relationship with a deputy who then became the banking commissioner. So I went back to work at the state of Wyoming Division of Banking as the deputy commissioner. A lot of fun. Did that for another six years and different capacity. You know, did a lot of legislation. I helped out testifying on different bills and budgets and uh, managing and supervising people. And so it was a very interesting and, and fun experience. Um, also at that time, I still continued to, to do my work in the community. Um, you know, so that was a lot of fun to be able to do both. And a theme that I hear in what you're talking about is each position was based on a relationship. Mm-hmm. And one of the other relationships a bit, uh, a couple of steps further into your career that came into play were relationships with some of the founders of Jonah. Mm-hmm. And you and some of your your capacities helped them actually yep. uh, lay that foundation. What was it about the relationship aspect with the founders of Jonah that, that made it appealing to actually come into a new venture, a, a new bank that was starting? Because there's some risk involved in that, some uncertainty. What was the relationship like that made that exciting for you? When I was at the Division of Banking as Deputy Commissioner, one of my responsibilities was to um, do the investigation for new bank charter applications. When Kerry Bruce and Mick McMurray decided to start a bank. You know, I didn't really know those guys. I had met Carrie before, but I didn't know Mick. And then they went and hired Mark Zabak and Greg Jones. So they came in to say, oh, if we're going to start a bank, how do we go about this? What do we do? And so we started to work with them. And you just quickly learned that what this organization wanted to be for the state of Wyoming and for our business people around the state and just our communities in general it was very intriguing to me because it was so relationship-based, like you mentioned. I mean, that's how they built their careers was serving their customers and doing the right thing for their customers and serving the community and nonprofit capacities. It was essentially the definition of community banking, as I could see it. There's fantastic banks all across the state, and we partner with a lot of them, and they have similar desires to what we have. You know, you want to create shareholder value. You want to make a nice profit, um, but you want to give a lot back to the community and you just want your businesses to be successful, help them be successful and, and provide for their families and their communities. So you could just see that that was going to be the culture of this bank. You know, the first time I, I met Mick during some of the uh, interview process um, during the investigation, 
was up in Casper and he started talking about the code right then. I mean, first time I had met him before, but the, the time I really sat down and talked with him about the bank and why he wanted to, to start the bank, um, he talked about the code and how he wanted to, to have an organization that was focused on helping Wyoming businesses. And it was so genuine. I mean, everybody says that kind of thing, but some follow through and some don't as much. And, and you could just tell that this organization was going to follow through. I wasn't asking for a job. I mean, I, I had a great career and, and was, was doing great at the division of banking that provided me the opportunity to work with commissioners and deputy commissioners all around the country. Had a great mentor in Jeff Vogel, who was a commissioner. And that was great. So, but then I kind of decided, you know, at some point, Again, here I'd been at the state for 12 years total between the two stints at it, and I kind of wanted to get back into the private sector. And so I did go to another large bank, and I um, got my investment licenses and was was going to start working on kind of a combination of lending and investing. And was there for about nine months before uh, Jonah came calling and had a position. And and I'll be honest, they were taking a risk on me. I mean, I wasn't a banker, really. I was a bank regulator for a long time. And... Um, you know, I had a passion for the community and, and everything, but I didn't have a customer base. I didn't have people that were going to follow me to Jonah Bank. I mean, so for them to hire me was kind of a, a, a risk in my eyes that they took on me. And so I'll always be appreciative of that. So it's worked out good. I've been here 12 years and hung on. <laughs> and I think much more than hung on in that 12 years of working with Jonah, you think are special about Jonah. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind when you hear that? You know, just start internally at Jonah. You know, you look around and our employees, they're happy and they, they like what they do and they're proud to be Jonah bankers. You know, when you walk to the grocery store, they're all wearing Jonah bank hats or Jonah bank shirts or they're just proud to be Jonah bankers. And that means a lot to me because it means that, that they like the culture and they, they believe in the code and, and uh, they're they're proud to be part of this thing that we call Jonah Bank and and what we're doing for for the state, building a better Wyoming. So that's really important to me, and and I like to see that because it's it's a lot of fun to work with all these people. They're passionate and they really take their job seriously, you know. And then I guess just with our customers, you know, we we can be creative and we can do things with our customers to help them grow their business or do do something that they want to do. Um, to help their future growth with that business or support their families or whatever, we're able to, to do it in a way that may not be your typical structure, but, you know, we figure things out and we, we find ways to do things to, to help them achieve their goal. And so it's really cool and fun to be able to not just say, Hey, here's our list of 10 products. Choose one, but we can kind of create for them to make it work for us and them, you know, manage risk for the bank, but support our businesses. And, you know, because in Wyoming, things are different than some other places. And so, you know, you have to operate differently. Our customers have to operate differently and we have to operate differently to accommodate them. And so we've really paired those things together to make it successful for them and us. You mentioned the idea of the code for anyone who works inside Jonah. They know what you mean when you say that. For customers of, of the bank, they see the code. For those people who might not be familiar with the code, could you talk to why you, you find the code to be valuable? Sure. So we do use the code and it's, it's not marketing for Jonah Bank. Everyone sees it and, and we're champions of the code. The author of the book, uh, Jim Owen, 
um, has embraced what Jonah Bank does with the code, and we really use it as it's a tool for us. You know, we make decisions based off of it. You know, we we really look at that as as kind of a guide, if you will, a beacon that we can, you know, try to achieve all those pieces of the code, and uh, you know, make make sure that that we're following it because it helps us make the right decisions. Sometimes you have to tell a customer no. Sometimes you have to turn them down. You know, it's it's that be tough but fair piece of that. Or, you know, there there's just a lot of ways that you use the code and. And it, it is a guide. And, and I think Jim Owen's intent with the Code of the West was to tell business out there, hey, you need to have a code of ethics. And the cowboys of, of the past, they had a code of ethics. And here's what it was. And it works for everybody if you're just willing to really be honest with yourself and, and truly follow it. And I think that's the key is don't just put it on the back of your business card and show everybody that this is what you do, but you've got to really follow it and you gotta, you gotta live it in everything you do, whether it's a business decision or a personal decision or, you know, if you're serving on a community board or whatever, you know, it still applies. You know, that, that organization may not identify it as something that they follow, but you want those, those ideas to permeate through every organization that you're involved with. You mentioned the idea of uh, a number of times, uh, make, living the code in the community, your ongoing involvement with things in the community. I'm sometimes amazed that you can find the time to have a great family life, to do all the things you do in your job, but then also to be so involved in your community. How do you, how do you make those decisions in terms of, can I pay enough attention to this? Do I have the time and the focus and the energy and the resources to this? How do you think through that? You know, it is difficult. You, you have to really try to not overcommit because if you overcommit, and I've been in that situation before where it's pretty easy to do because you just can't say no because there's so many good organizations, you want to support them all. But at the end of the day, if you can't be there and be engaged at the board meetings or whatever and still do your job at Jonah Bank, then, then somebody is, is hurt by that in a way. And so you have to, you have to balance it. So finding balance is really important. And so you have to find balance between your community endeavors, your business responsibilities, and your family, right? So, um, but they all go together at the same time. So I've been really fortunate. I've served on the United Way, the YMCA, the Library Foundation. We have a wonderful library here. Um, I'm currently serving with the Boys and Girls Club. Um, I've also served with the Boy Scouts and uh, just came up being the chair of the Chamber of Commerce. So been really fortunate to serve with a lot of really great organizations in Cheyenne, but it makes our business climate better. You know, when we're supporting families in Cheyenne, it makes, you know, our businesses succeed more. And it gives my own kids a future opportunity in a stronger community. And so I guess I look at it from a really holistic thing as, you know, without the community organizations I serve, Jonah Bank's not as strong. Without Jonah Bank, our community organizations aren't as strong. And without both of those, you know, my family's opportunities are not the same. So I kind of look at it that way. You know, we're building a better Wyoming. So if you're going to build a better Wyoming, you can't just do it by making loans. You got to do it by, you know, serving and providing leadership if, if you have a skill or, or something that you can provide to a community organization to help them be better. And again, in turn, it helps our organization at Jonah Bank and it helps my family. So I guess I'm selfish. 
I want I want Cheyenne to be the strongest and Wyoming and Casper and, and the whole the whole state to be the strongest it can be and it takes all those parts. I wish more people felt that way. Right? That that selfish motivation that's also altruistic, oddly at the same time. Mm-hmm. The idea of building a better Wyoming, uh, it sounds like you're 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 hopeful when you look not only at someone choosing to live in Wyoming, like you say, your kids. I hope they 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 stay in Wyoming, or if they move away, they come back. Um, why might you be hopeful for next generations of people choosing to be in Wyoming as opposed to moving someplace else? You know, it's just such a special place. I mean, people have a lot of pride in Wyoming and being here and being part of. Wyoming is almost a cause of its own. <laughs> you know, everyone wears the hat with the buffalo or the Wyoming flag or. You see 307 everywhere, and, and it's just because everybody has, it's a small community, you know, as everybody talks about, even the whole state. But, you know, there's a lot of pride in it, and there's a lot of great opportunity in this state. I mean, it's it's beautiful from a place to, to be. You know, it's a small town, so you, you feel safe, um, you know, and, and there's good opportunity in Wyoming for, you know, future business, you know, there's across the board. Uh, Cheyenne's been a, a great to us. Our family and, and my, my brother and sister still live here. My mom and dad still live here. And, and so this is where we want to be. And I think that a lot of people that live in Wyoming, they want to be there. And so building a better Wyoming is providing that opportunity for them and their families to, they want to be there. So let's try to provide opportunities for them to go ahead and be there. And then, you know, it's amazing. Once they kind of people get here, they stay here, whatever entrepreneurship kind of comes out to where, you know, I can run a business here too and I can do it better than I can any other place. And it's a great place to do business. And so it's building a better Wyoming is, is just providing the pathway for all of us to do what we want to do and stay here. And you're seeing a lot of people move here too, because they're starting to recognize it. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next several years, but there's a great opportunity to be in Wyoming and, you know, serve the people of Wyoming and just make it even better than it already is. Thanks for doing this. And thanks for helping to build a better Wyoming. It's not just a tagline. I know you guys really believe in it. I appreciate it. We do absolutely believe in it. 